0: Hi, it is Cheryl Poldergotch with Coping Co- Convos, and we're finally back. We had a long break, Dr. Jay, didn't we? We did indeed. We did. Um, but before we get into all that, I want to welcome my favorite person, Dr. Jay Michelini, who is joining us to help us navigate this new year of chaos, because I don't even have a good word. So, Dr. Jay. Thank you for being here, first and foremost, as always.
1: Sure. Thank you for having me.
0: Always. Um, so I called this show New Year Worse Anxiety because, you know, usually the thing is you say New Year, New You, New Year, New Anxiety. This is not new anxiety. Right. This is anxiety that has built up and just on top of each other and on top of each other and on top of each other. And now here we're in just as much chaos, you know, worse versions of COVID, you know, things going on in political realms, things going on at civil wars. I mean, there's just so much to be fearful and anxious about what are we supposed to do?
1: Yeah, uh I would add the word potentially. I know what you mean. Uh and you're and, and you're speaking from the collective of, of the individuals yes. who are yes. expressing all of this.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Yeah, a lot of variables, a lot of things going on, um unknowns. Um remember going to the beach and you're and you're out there in the and the surf, maybe up to your waist, maybe, and you kind of, uh, you're just gently hopping the waves as they come to you. you, kind of glide over the wave. And as for that moment when your feet are not touching the sand, you drift and you come back down and you don't know that you're drifting every little yeah. wave that you hop, yeah. Or yeah. you're kind of moving, but you have no idea that you're moving. That's that's kind of how I envision societal happenings like this um, having having an impact. Um, you know we we can be uh, um, impacted in a subtle way or sometimes not so subtle ways, but but we're impacted and um, sometimes that that subtle drift can be anxiolytic. it can it can be in an upsetting manner.
0: Yes. Um, there's so many people right now um, Dr. J, that I've spoken to personally um, that are just, really suffering right now. Um, Not knowing what to do with themselves in reference to their panic is really bad. I don't know if you saw even on the news the other day, uh, there was a news person who's actually very well known, who just started crying while giving a report in reference to what was going on with and deaths. And I, and, and I appreciate she did it, but not because it hurt her, but I think it really shows us that nothing that's going on right now is normal. I know I'm speaking, you know, Mm -hmm, personally there, but it's very difficult to navigate right now and stay sane. And then you're leading your children. I mean, it's just a whole plethora of anxiety. What do you suggest mm-hmm. we can do mm-hmm. to just keep keep our head above water?
1: I think well first going back to that news individual uh, I think that says a lot um, and and one of the one of the one of the good things that I'm getting out of that I did not see that um, but um I can i could i could i could I could understand if a person viewing that was to see, was to see her. Show that momentarily uh, uh, exposition of her of her emotion. That you know, if if a professional who is paid to be composed and is paid to monitor body language and to speak clearly and control his or her behavior and affect, uh, if um, if if life in general is having that kind of impact upon that. Yeah that individual, well, then maybe it's not so out of bounds for for me to be experiencing those kinds of things. It kind of normalizes it. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that that can be comforting. Um, one thing that I can say is when we think about, you know, where do emotions come from, we talk about anxiety a lot um, because it's 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 so relevant. It is it's a it's a salient feature in our uh, societal norms right now. Things are upset. Things are different. Uh, you know, and people are not feeling good. Things are not predictable, which can be uh, anxiety provoking. So, one thing you know, if you listen to me speak, or if you come to a seminar that I'm that I'm doing, or if you just kind of have lunch with me and hear me chat, uh, I will I will come back to 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 basics thinking. Um, I think it's important for, for us to realize where, where emotions actually come from. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, it, I don't know if you'll be surprised or not about, about hearing me say this, that um, emotions do not necessarily arise from our environmental activity. It doesn't necessarily come from some event, something that's happening. Um, um, now we usually point to an event. Like, why am I sad because this happened? Why am I anxious because this is unknown? Why am I happy uh, because Alabama won the national championship last night? <laughs> um,
0: I was wondering, um, uh, how it would take you to say uh, something.
1: Uh, yeah, but now that okay. I've <laughs> listeners from me, right? Who are not Bama fans? Right. Um, no, it's 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 commonly the the. Um, uh, event that we point to as to, you know, why we're feeling what we're feeling, but that's not it. Uh, there's another step. <clears throat> uh, we, we we have a belief about what happened, and it's that belief that determines or largely guides what emotion that that uh, event having taken place leads to. Uh, so it's not the thing. It's my belief about that thing. So What's my worldview? Um, what, you know, how do how do I view the world uh, in terms of you know how does how does the world work? Where do I find my peace? Um, and the answer to those kinds of esoteric yet important questions, um, it's it's not you know we don't find our peace from events. We don't find our uh, comfort in environmental stability. It may seem that way, but it's our belief about these things that we point at and monitor, it's the belief that we have about those things, that's where the good stuff or the bad stuff comes from. <clears throat> Should I say some more about that or? Uh,
0: I'm just trying to think what are more bite-sized things because my concern is Dr. J that people are getting past just that, that anxiety anxiety attack point. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people, cause if you think about before COVID happened and one in five had anxiety or panic, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those people now are struggling. I mean, I, I have anxiety as you very well know <laughs> and panic and, and it's much harder right now for me to keep it under the surface um, to fake it (laughs) for lack of a better way of saying it. So my thought process is if I'm having that problem, then obviously others are, I've spoken to a lot of people who Mm -hmm. are trying, but it's not easy. They're having a problem managing day to day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So are there ways to help redirect and kind of just get you going?
1: I think so. I think so. Uh, One uh, one point, and it sounds I'm going to launch into something. I'm not going to launch into anything. Uh, I think something that's going to be helpful to keep in mind is that uh, we can't always control how we feel, but we can control what we do. We can control how we behave. Um, So I can't always control how I feel, but I can, I'll say always or almost always, control what I do. So um, if I want to feel more normally, even though the world's kind of upside down and things are non-predictable, um, if, I, if I can behave in a normalized way, that will help me. So if I get up and do my morning routines, uh, I, I go to work, I do my exercise routines, uh, I engage in activities with my family as per usual. If I can keep my behavior and my immediate environment, which I do have more control over, my, my environment at home and at work, um, if I can have have those be carried out with some typical routine pacing, that will help me. I'll be, that, that will set off a feedback loop. Uh, and get that snowball going down the hill. And before long, if I control my behavior, you know, i.e. faking it till you make it, which I'm not opposed to. And really we all do. That's right? true. Right um,
0: yeah, now, definitely.
1: Sure, sure. Just just do what you know to do. Go to work. Be kind to people. Live according to your values. Um, If the world goes upside down, um, that will not stop you or I from living according to our values. I can live the way that I want to live and how I choose to live and foster um, relationships and engage in hobbies. I can live my life the way that I choose to live irrespective of what happens on the larger scale in terms of societal activities and uh, important, you know, economic and political factors uh, that doesn't stop me from living how I want to live today. So I think that's a starting point.
0: Okay. I've been hearing a lot of people saying, Oh, you need a new hobby or something to redirect you or you know, the way I look at that is what I did for 50 years of my life, which was running from reality, my reality. Where and that made me my anxiety worse. Where now, like when you know the snow pictures, we were laughing about. You know, I had a I started having a panic attack when we got there. We drove like a little over an hour to get to snow and i was like oh yeah i did it oh, look at me you know like and um was going down to walk down and i forgot something and on the way back i was like i can't breathe okay what am i gonna do where am i and and i was like okay uh-huh. let me let me let me let me get control of my brain uh-huh let me take my deep breath uh-huh et because i had to face it and that's why i don't know if that diversion for people who are prone to it helps
1: absolutely absolutely um, distraction is a is a wonderful tool and it is not weakness to enact distraction it's um, I, I think it's intelligent to distract uh, a up to a up to a certain point. Don't distract to where you cross the line and and stop paying attention to reality, like s- stopping doing your best at work and letting relationships begin to kind of free float and and not constantly work on those like right. Right, like we need to. Uh, so we don't need to distract and just unplug to that degree, but temporarily, reading a book, watching a silly TV show um, I I think that that is, um, intelligent and, and, and helpful.
0: I agree. Um, you know, I'm for comments, I have, um, someone from Instagram saying that a lot of people right now are just very mean and, uh, they, there, a lot of people are snapping and, and I'm, I'm sure we've all seen this where some people, the way they deal with What's going on is they just get nasty. I mean that's just their way of, I guess
1: dealing. Yeah, um, I think people are scared. And um, envision every everybody has uh, what I call, I'm sorry for my silly analogies sometimes, but we all have what I think of as a stress bucket. And uh, your bucket is not the size of my bucket. We have individual size buckets and it can hold a certain amount of fluid, right? Uh, and so we walk around with uh, some room in our buckets that we can absorb uh, before we respond. Right, traffic adds to it. Uh, you know, daily stressors add to it. Small events, uh, tooth pain, you know, daily kind of stuff adds to our stress bucket that we're walking around with. And so these days, um, with what we're talking about societally, it's it's added to probably everyone's stress bucket. And so now we have less 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 room to absorb. Uh, Some stress that might happen today uh, before we respond, before we you know meaning before we let that come out of our facial expressions, and let's uh, come out in terms of us losing our couth or uh, being
0: being mean. Is there a way to um, magically empty that bucket before it overflows? Or you know I love the analogy because now I've got this bucket in my head. I mean I sense when my bucket is full. And I'm sure everybody does, but uh, is there a way to alleviate?
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I, uh, when I talk, I talk with people, I draw, I draw pictures and they're kind of silly pictures. Um, and uh, I draw a little uh, 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 flat nose uh, screwdriver and it's like, you need a screwdriver and just poke a hole in that bucket and just let it drain. Um, so what would be the screwdriver? What what would allow it to drain? Um I wish I had another way to say all this. It's, it's essentially all the things that you know. Um, exercise is an excellent uh, burner of the stress hormone, of all that cortisol, um, and other, other kinds of hobbies burn that off. Um, if you can pay attention to... To the different sources of your stress, maybe you'll find one or two sources, and there's multiple. Maybe you'll discover there are one or two sources of your stress that you can do something about. Like if there's a project that's due, we'll knock it out, get it off your plate. Um, you know, not to make this sound simplistic, but uh, see if you can alleviate a couple of streams uh, that's that's trickling into your bucket, and see see if you can slow that down. Um, but, but a big one is um, exercise. Uh, another big one is social support, spending time with friends, which I know it's harder these days to do that. Uh, but I think we're all kind of acclimating to the, to the Zoom world. We're, we're kind of getting used to things being different. Um, so if you can spend time with family, spend time with, with people who, um, you know, you can let your guard down a little bit and just enjoy them. And kind of get some of their nice energy and just just enjoy. uh, That that will go.
0: And I'm sorry, Doctor J, but just to be clear, you should get with people that push you up, that love you, that support you, that are not going to belittle you and attack you, and you know any of those things. Because I think a lot of that really plays into what happens to individuals: is they get with the wrong crowd, thinking that's what you need, and they're actually. A part of the source that's sucking the life out
1: of you. Yeah. If if you think about it, some people give you energy. <clears throat> other, yes. people, other people take energy. Like can you think of somebody that, that you need to call, that you need to just out of responsibility, I've not spoken to them in so long. I need to, I need to touch base with them, but you have to get psyched up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do yes. that. Uh, I'll, I'll do that later. I can't do it. So some people take energy from us and other people give you energy. Uh, so, uh, sounds obvious, you know, but if we can spend time with people that actually give us energy, uh, that's going to help us.
0: Uh, wow. Uh, there's a lot of things people can say, but I love that you just said that because, it's more than just deleting those people off social media. It's, I mean, it's a matter of just don't give that precious time of yours to them and um, let them get their little voice in your ear. And then that's just going to, once that gets in your head, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. Um, before you say anything, Dr. J, please tell us where they can find you if they would like to come speak with you and get some help.
1: Well, uh, I'm a licensed Psychologist and board-certified neurotherapist in the Dallas, Texas area. Um, work with a, a entity uh, we call ourselves the Vanguard Center for Neurological Health, um, and we do we do counseling and psychotherapy and some psychological testing, but primarily uh, EEG, neurofeedback, and neurostimulation to um, address uh, difficulties such as mood and anxiety, um, ADHD, and focus. Um, different different kinds of brain based uh, and really what's not brain based uh, difficulties uh, and in the uh, Birmingham Alabama area uh, we we run a clinic there uh, south of town Pete 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 sometimes the stuttering waves at me sometimes it doesn't wave at me it's an old friend of mine uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 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 PeakNeuroscience.com is the website, um, and, and at Peak Neuroscience, uh, we do a lot of uh, it. That's that's primarily brain training, um, giving some subtle uh, neurostimulation to brain regions that are wanting to regulate. Um, uh, I, I don't want to go. I kind of want to go down the rabbit hole, but I know that we don't really have time. Uh, but, but in these day, uh, day, day, days, you know, we, 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 we talk about mood and uh, um, anxiety. Uh, what we find is that there's a, there's a subset of structures in the brain uh, that work together uh, to really act as your emotion thermostat. A couple of structures, you know, the uh, uh, cingulate cortex, um, amygdala, a couple of things, you know, people are doing some reading on now. Uh, and some people are just dialed high. When that emotional thermostat is just a little bit high, uh, then there there's some things that we can do to um, uh, address that and turn that down, which give you, you know, more of a fighting chance to enact other kinds of coping strategies to, to, to live life the way you want. Uh, so... Uh, I mean, to get wordy about all that, but. uh, It's
0: okay. I, you know, they can look into it and I know that it works and I know that it helps and I know that it makes a difference. And, um, you have to see, you know, medication can only go, it's that band, you you need to do all of it. Um, I'm a big proponent of counseling and speaking with someone, um, cause it forces you to face your mental health issue, whatever that Mm -hmm. it's depression or panic or suicidal thoughts, whatever it is, there's no running from it when you're talking to someone about it. it it's, it's a slap in the face. So it took me two solid years to get to where I'm just freely talking about my crazy and my little stuff like it and, and, and your stuff like but everyone's crazy, Dr. J. I call everyone crazy, meaning normal, there is no such thing as normal. What is right. normal?
1: Right. No, normal is the psychopathology of the average. <laughs> right? So if we're, if, we're, if we're all crazy in the same direction, in the same magnitude, then we're normal. Right?
0: <laughs> I don't mean it in a disrespectful way to anybody because it's just my truth. Um, we're all a little crazy. And... um I think that's what makes us all special is because we all have our way of seeing things the way that we see them. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't thank you enough as always for, you know, coming on and helping and uh, giving advice. I love the stress bucket idea and doing things to empty um, their bucket, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it is important to speak to someone and I agree um, on Instagram, they said, people need to talk to someone. Thank you for urging people to do so. And uh, just in case anyone feels suicidal or they can't take it, they don't know what to do. We've been running along the bottom. If you're listening via podcast, text HOME to 741-741-HOME. Text that word to 741-741. Or you can call 800 800- 273 TALK 800 273 8255. -hmm. It is private. It's safe. They're not going to come get you. Get the help you need. Don't be scared to talk to your friends, your family, anything.
1: Right.
0: Just say it. It's that important.
1: Mm And I'll tell you one one of one of the reasons why why talk therapy can can be so helpful, and it usually is very helpful, um, is that it it makes your thoughts linear. You can only say one thing at a time. So if you're speaking, uh, same goes for journaling. You can only write one thing at a time. So in our in our mind, our thoughts can swirl, um, and it becomes kind of synergistic. It becomes more troubling as things get jumbled up and you can feel like things are ganging up on you but when you when you when you write or when you speak to someone you're speaking one thing at a time you've got one tongue and so as you're speaking uh, it, it it forces your thoughts and perceptions to make sense and wow. you can communicate them in a in a linear sensical way that's that, now, there, there, there are other reasons why it helps but that's one key reason why it can brilliant.
0: help Brilliant. I've never thought of it that way. Um, I knew that talking to someone helped and I, I write as well, but that was just, um, yeah, you can only do, even if you have 10 million thoughts flowing, you can only write one or say one, even if they're all in there. So that's, that is incredibly helpful. Wow. Um, I, you know, some people write, some people talk, just know that you're not alone. That's why we always make sure, you know, of the opportunities of texting home to 741 or 741, 741. Um, And thanking our sponsor, uh, Anxiety Panic PM. Yeah, I'm, this is our PM. This is our sleep version. they're all two ounce natural shots. And, um, this is, the, and then, then this is anxiety aid. Um, this is the least powerful out of the three. Um, this is my go-to just because I'm the panic person. I have panic, so I don't really go to the anxiety level. I usually just go here. Um, and I did take this in the snow, um, just a little bit, just to kind of kick off my, um, Dr. J seen how it works on me. I actually, he did a brain scan of me and I wasn't even panicked. It was just Cheryl brain scan. Um, and I took this and we waited like, I don't know, I think it was 15 minutes, which is, mm-hmm. it kicks in a lot faster. Just we wanted to give it ample time. Right. Long story short, it brings you down. Um, Turn down the volume. Ooh, like, yes, he turned down the volume. It really, and, and that's why it helps a lot of people sleep because it turns down the volume. So you can unplug. Mm -hmm. Um, If you would like to see Dr. J, here is Dr. J's name, Dr. J Michelany. He is on all social medias. You can find him, his website, peakneuroscience.com. And if you uh, are interested in anything about panic aid, go check it out. Use code FIRST for 20% off of any of the product. And we will be back next week. You know that the most important thing for us to do, Dr. J, is give simple tips to people. And you've given three great ones tonight about how distraction is a smart thing to a certain point, how anxiety, um, those endorphins from exercising, excuse me, Mm -hmm. helps fight that off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talking to someone and journaling one thought at a time, it helps focus. And there was one more, and now it's, (laughs) it's like running away from my brain. Um,
1: So many many exponentially fantastic nuggets. It's hard for me to keep track of what all. Oh, fantastic
0: nuggets. Wow. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Fantastic nuggets. Um, No, the bucket. The bucket of stress was the other. And I just, I, I like the visual of knowing that, you know, here's my bucket for the day and very well could be overflowing by noon, you know, um, mostly in today's world. I mean, just even while we've done this, CNN has popped in twice about things. And I'm like, I don't even want to see it because my bucket is is close to tipping over. But mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Um I hope everybody knows how important they are and that they can do it. They can make it. Uh, if you don't have anyone to talk to, give up. To Dr. Jay Michelini. give him a call. He's right here in the DFW area and also Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, Peak Neurosciences is website. Uh, The numbers are on the bottom. Thank you again, everyone, for being here. Dr. Jay, have a very safe week. Thank you very much for everything. I appreciate it. Uh, Likewise. Bye, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week.